This week in Messianic World Update, U.S. intel leak and how it's impacting Israel. Israel preparing for regional war on multiple fronts. And Benjamin Netanyahu is scheduled to come to the White House this month asking for U.S. help for what's getting ready to happen. Messianic World Update begins now. Shalom, everybody. I'm Monty Judah with Lion and Lamb Ministries. Welcome to another edition of Messianic World Update. Today's date is Friday, April 14th of the year 2023. We have several major events that have taken place in this last week. I'm going to give you the high points. The U.S. Pentagon has had an intel leak. Let me explain just a little bit about it. Apparently, there's a National Guardsman, 21-year-old fellow, that's up in Massachusetts, and he's on the Internet and with his friends, and there's an application program called Discord, and you can set up a private chat room in there for your friends. And a lot of online gamers that are into online computer games will set up these rooms to discuss. Well, he set up a room apparently to discuss the Ukrainian war. And since he was in the military and was at a place where he's able to see information, he decided to share some of that information with his friends on this chat room. Before long, he ended up sharing a whole lot of information on there until the Pentagon and Intel sources found out this material was leaking out. Now, the material that he got is, is basically Pentagon daily briefings that go out to command U.S. leaders, and he had access to that for whatever was there at that particular military installation. It's in an electronic form, so what he had to do was take the electronic form, print it onto hard copy, and then take it from there. And apparently that's how it was exposed in this program called Discord. It was appeared to be a paper copy. That is what led investigators to trace back to him and find out what was going on. These daily briefings included intel of spying, U.S. spying, on not only our enemies, but also on our allies. And several of the allies' information was in there. Apparently, the dialogue that was going on in this Discord program, he felt he had to share this to show that he knew what he was talking about. But in particular... There was a Ukraine assessments, and that was apparently that was the, the major topic that was in this because this chat room was discussing the Russia-Ukraine war. But it also included recent information with regard to Israel. And as you know, Israel's been having these protests with regard to judicial overhaul. And as I've shared with you in the past, it's clear that there was finances going into Israel to help fund the protests. Well, this intel report went even further. It said that CIA operatives were now working with Mossad operatives in Israel. Mossad is Israel's spy force, and to influence other leaders so as to do participate in the protest, which appeared to be efforts for a regime change to basically stop Netanyahu's coalition government. The 
let me tell you, go ahead, how, what essentially happened. As soon as the information came out, the United States contacted Israel and immediately assured them that there's no impact on the security agreement that's going on with Israel and them. Well, that was kind of important because there's a lot of intelligence sharing that goes on between Israel to the U.S. and, and back and forth. And if the U.S. is going to be leaking information, is not trustworthy with the information, Israel is going to withdraw from sharing information with the United States, and, and the United States wants to maintain that relationship. The U.S. also assured Israel that everything was okay, and as opposed to denying what they had done, Netanyahu came out very quickly, and he say, he downplayed the whole thing, saying that it, it wasn't really correct, there was some fabricated material, and so forth. And it's very clear that Netanyahu is downplaying this because he needs things to calm down. He needs the protests to calm down. He needs all the other activity that's going on in Israel. He has huge problems that he's trying to settle. This is not a time to have a big brouhaha with the U.S. for it. So, and some of the efforts that Netanyahu's done, he's brought back Gallant, who was the defense minister that he had apparently fired during the protests. He's brought him back. He's stopped the judicial overhaul effort in the Knesset. They're in negotiations with that now. And so he's trying to bring all of that settled in. In the meantime, IDF reserves are being called up for pilots, drone operators, and as well as for all air defense systems. Why is that? Well, during these protests, we got rockets out of Gaza, no big surprise there, rockets out of Hezbollah in Lebanon. Well, that, that's interesting, that's a new twist, but it's Hamas up there. And we also got rockets out of Syria. So we got rockets from three whole areas, and the ones from Syria are definitely controlled by Iran, not Hamas. So Israel is now faced with the very real possibility that the regional war is getting ready to happen. If you step back and realize the U.S. is again, Biden is again, playing with the idea that he can diplomatically get Iran to slow down their nuclear weapon program, and he's willing to release some sanctions off of them in exchange for limits on enrichment. This is not a solution for Israel. Israel is not in agreement with this, and Israel is faced with the fact they may have to take on Israel without U.S. help. In fact, one of their senior generals has come out and said, it appears very clearly at this point that the U.S. support for Israel is just not there when it's going to be needed. So the bigger issue for Israel at the moment is how do we deal with all the rocket fire coming out of Gaza, Lebanon, and Syria? And oh, by the way, Iran, you know, has rockets. And oh, by the way, the Hutu rebels down in Yemen, controlled by Iran, they also have missiles that can reach Israel. So essentially, Israel is surrounded at this point and could come under missile fire. How many, how many missiles could be coming into Israel? They estimate right now 3,500 weapons a day and they could keep that up for 10 to 14 days. If Israel were to come under such an attack, it would be an overwhelming attack, I can assure you. 
despite how good the Iron Dome anti-missile system is and the David Sling system and the Arrow missile system, all their air defense systems, anytime you can get a salvo greater than the defending system, it's going to overwhelm it. Israel would be in dire trouble if they went a week or more and the people weren't able to come out of bunkers and weren't able to go ahead and do their normal things. So that's what they're facing. As a result, Netanyahu is scheduled to meet with President Biden before the end of this month at the White House. It's very clear that the subject's going to be about a regional war with Iran. And it's also very clear that the enemies of Israel, we're talking Iran and Hezbollah and Hamas, and all of them that are orchestrated by Iran, they can smell weakness on the part of Israel. They sense the weakness in the relationship with the U.S. They also are aware of the U.S. or excuse me, IDF resources can handle a front, maybe handle two fronts, but not not completely surrounded. There are limits to what Israel can do in defending itself. So this is emboldening the enemies toward that. And there's no question that Iran is doing everything they can to get ready for this war, shipping weapons and missiles to various locations. In fact, here just recently it was revealed that Iran was actually supplying missiles to Syria themselves and coming into the relief flights that were coming in for the earthquake victims, they were bringing weapons in at the same time along with those. So let's, let's summarize where we're at. We're not in the tribulation yet. Past generations has had to deal with problems, you know, world wars, different conflicts throughout the war. The United States has been relatively protected from all of those things, but there's costs associated with them. And it might be that we're going to have to deal with some of this kind of problem in advance of the Great Tribulation. One of the problems that's really compounding this, though, is the amount of fake information that is coming out slanted politically toward different aims and different means. If you don't like a particular country, well, then you'll slant every story to be negative. If you do like someone over here, you'll slant every story to be positive. And so there's so much influence paddling in the news that it's really hard to just, what are the facts? What is the real truth for it? Let me assure you that our God is still on his throne and his promises to, to us are still real and they're still true. And he has promised he will not leave us nor forsake us. And he has promised he will deliver us, you know, from our troubles. We are still watching and we are still waiting on the Lord. And there is no reason for us to be afraid of the events taking place. In fact, to me, it's a little bit like sitting on the front porch and watching a wonderful afternoon thunderstorm. Yeah, the wind's blowing. Yeah, it's raining. Yeah, there's lightning. Okay, we're all having fun as we watch the world struggle against the Lord. That's our report for this week. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you everyone who listens to our podcast here at Line of Land Ministries. I want to remind you
You can get our podcast through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, and wherever you like to download your podcast. Thank you for being a part of our program and listening to what we have to say.